five, four, three, two. <laughs> Welcome to the Rita and Ryan podcast. I'm Ryan. Dun, dun, dun. Here we are. Hey, Ryan. Hey. How you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I'm all We've right. been off for the last six weeks on a hiatus. Yep. Traveling, uh, traveling the world and uh, going to exotic locations and huge exotic like California. Mm-hmm. It's uh, <laughs> I've been I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a spy. Spit it out. So uh, so I I was I was off on a mission somewhere. <laughs> you know the rule to the spy club is you don't tell people you're a spy. Number one. Or are well, you kind of like an an out spy? I'm sort of an out spy. <laughs> no one. Uh, I wear I wear disguises and prosthetics. Really? When who I are, go out, is this so, who you uh, really look like? The uh, is this the you the is real you? It, uh, is it? <laughs> so you've infiltrated <laughs> the uh, YouTube market. Yes. To <laughs> with the Reader Ryan show with three listeners. <laughs> And one superman. Uh, the government's weird. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're lying because <laughs> you always say you don't have any money. So if you were <laughs> or is that part of it? That's uh, part of the could cover be up. Part of the cover. Oh man. <sighs> well I'm you got one them, me. W- I... One of them alphabet boys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, well no. <laughs> I'll neither. Maybe yeah, I yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. But I <laughs> not that everyone doesn't know everything we're already doing just by sitting in front of this computer. I know. It, it, I mean, come on. I mean, right. So exactly. You, Stuff right, we talk so like, about end up on like Facebook ads. Right. Um I've had conversations about I, I yeah specific products. And then there's no reason that it should be in my Amazon ad list. Right. And and these specific items are in there. And they're like rare. Or not rare, but like uh, I was talking uh, to John a while back about a specific turntable. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I look on Facebook and that exact model <laughs> is like in my ads. Like it nope. was... Uh, I think same weird. thing's happening right now on Twitter for me. A friend of mine, because I travel um, for work, and he said, instead of staying, staying in, I usually stay in extended stays because if I go for two, four, five days, I'll go and get groceries because they have a kitchenette. I'll get groceries. And so it's better than eating out every single night. But anyway, he's like, uh, why don't you stay at one of the Marriott hotels? He said, let me tell you. And he gave me a promo code. He said, if you put this promo code in, it'll work. He said, it's connected to the company that I'm doing some work for. I'm like, oh my gosh. And you get a super duper discounted rate. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great. So I try to set up the account and do everything. Don't think of it. For the last three days on Twitter, this very particular Marriott, because they own a zillion different types of hotels different under different names, mm-hmm. but they're super elite, super luxurious, um, they they have like a whole Airbnb thing. It keeps coming up. I'm thinking, what? They're listening. Thanks, CIA. Right. Well, so the whole thing is that who who are we all spying? Are we all part of the big spy? It's, Every time it's we all talk, f- right? I mean, it's really all for advertising purposes. Right. It's exactly. all. I I actually did one of the YouTube creator surveys the other day mm-hmm. for. Uh, my trash can conductor channel. Mm-hmm. So uh, while you're uh, watching this video on YouTube, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and subscribe to the Rita and Ryan channel. Uh, but also uh, go to youtube.com slash trash can conductor and subscribe to my, my channel as well. I have cartoons and music and uh, hopefully more fun stuff. But anyway, so I answered a survey on that. And uh, I was just like, I'm dissatisfied because uh, you all are putting ads on my videos and I'm not monetized. <laughs> and so, oh, right. uh, yeah, so, um, they put ads on my videos and I'm not eligible for monetization. 
So if I'm not eligible for monetization, why are you putting ads on my videos? How dare they? Yeah, it's so you just like you need until to get a thousand subscribers, right? Exactly. You need to get a thousand subscribers. I so, do, especially so, if they're going to be just throwing ads on my videos willy nilly, making millions of dollars off you. Yes, Ryan. off of my hundreds of views. <laughs> Making millions of dollars off of my hundreds of views. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking since we've been on a big hiatus, which has technically been a week, but it seems like a month. Right. Because Newsflash, uh, Ryan stood me up last week. I did. I did he last week. It was, He's uh... like, like, totally sorry, but like, I got something better to do. Like, totally. Like, see ya. And then that was yeah. it. Yeah. So he that's how exactly. he talks. Exactly. I flaked. That's how he talks when I he's like, off the I like totally flaked. <laughs> exactly. I was he, like, yo, I gotta I'm going to the beach. <laughs> like I gotta do something else like more important in my life than sit and talk to you for an hour on the computer. So like, I was actually in another I'm country on a spy mission. <laughs> oh Ryan. You know, you keep giving away. But I mean, so here's uh, here's for our, all of our fans and and kind of giving you a taste of what's to come on the Reed and Ryan show. Ryan, actually, all kidding aside, sometimes it happens. We both have um, a lot of things scheduled throughout the week, and sometimes we can maneuver. We used to tape on Saturday nights. Now we're taping on Monday nights. And the first uh, week of, or the second week of Mondays, I couldn't do it. And then last <laughs> week, Ryan couldn't do it. And so now we're it's now all we're, good though. It's all good. And now we're going to have guests who probably can't do Monday. So we're going to be, um, <laughs> so, we're going to so, be balancing yeah. it. But yeah. what's fun about it is Ryan has been working and has the, the little guest boxes. So we're super excited about that. And we're super excited to involve because we both have other projects that we work on that we kind of want to turn the Reed and Ryan show into a place where, not only can we help promote and support other people who work on projects with us, but um, and then invite their fans to come and watch our show, but um, also just to be a fun place and a relaxed place just to do what we do, which is talk about whatever comes to um, my head usually. And then Ryan sits there and says, I have no comment about that. So and that's, that's hopefully a brand friendly place to sponsor Topa Chico. Well, Jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, and, and no matter who the spy is in the group, please do not be scared away. We are not spying on you, right? Right, right. No, I don't have the energy or the patience to be spying on anybody. <laughs> energy, patience, or, yes, or the time. attention span, or the attention span, right? Or, like, yeah. Like I got really into spying on you, but then but I then got something else to do. I got bored. And I, and you then, were yeah. you were just sitting you were just sitting there, so I left. I know, right? I know. You know what the the problem with I think I would be good on you know those surveillance details where you see on movies where yeah. cops are just sitting there watching across the street. And I'd be great chit chatting, going, Oh, I could hang out by myself or with somebody. But then I would probably whoever I was partnered with would drive them up the wall. Cause I could feel the state. I could feel the silence just going. And by the way, and the, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And well, also the murderer walks away. I don't mind the silence. So, yeah. you know, I'm cool with, uh, kind of hard know. to do a show, right? You're not talking though. Well, you know, well, we no. have one recorded where, uh, I'm technically not talking cause my audio didn't work. <laughs> Excuse me. And it didn't miss a beat. <laughs> Did we um, showcase that or no? No, that, no. I have it that. on my I have it on my computer. Um, it's pretty fun. I'll go on the time capsule. Yes. Famous. So no. Well, so uh, so yes. Uh, subscribe to, to YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, yes. Hit the like button on the videos. That helps. Uh, and uh, fan interaction. I want to like uh, anybody listening. If there's anything you. Uh, would like us to talk about if you're like curious about our opinion on something that could be dangerous but uh the uh, i we, don't know interaction what do you want us to talk about like leave some uh be like 
hey, what do you think about? I don't. I don't know. Yes, and see, this is what I'm trying to say, Ryan. Just uh, something from the I fans. come up with topics every single week, and you go, I think you've said all there is to say about that. You want to do a quick response? I'll bring up a topic, and you respond or not respond. Uh, well, I mean, sure. This could go either way, depending on the subject. Um, best Star Trek movie. Movie, not show. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of them. Uh, so you're more Star Wars than Star Trek? Yeah, Why do I think you're, yeah. Why? And I like the Star Trek TV show. I got into that later, um, like the old old school ones. Uh, but original? I guess of the movies, the one that I remember the most was uh, I think the I think four. I think the one with the whales. Really? You don't remember Khan? No, uh, I didn't oh, see that until James Cock. I didn't see that until yeah. way later. I thought I thought two was the best one of all. And so, uh, no, my uh, my Star Trek uh, knowledge is fairly limited, and it's mostly towards uh, the TV shows. I watched uh, I watched those um, later in life. I met Jonathan Frakes uh, Riker. Nice. Uh, met him in. Uh, and I was like, okay, this guy's actually kind of cool. I will uh, give Star Trek a chance. Because I didn't even talk to him about Star Trek. I talked to him about uh, Gargoyles, which is oh. this uh, cartoon he he did. Yeah. Oh, do you know what it is? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, um, this is actually in one of my background days. Uh, I was in been in several few episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a uh, couple different times. And uh, he directed one of the episodes. And normally I wouldn't have talk to him uh, but it was at the very end and i was leaving and uh the person he was standing with started talking to me and so i was like oh hey man i love gargoyles and he was like i know right that show's too good for tv uh that's awesome yeah and so i was like okay this guy's cool (laughs) so uh because gargoyles for like a cartoon series like it's amazing if you haven't seen it you can find it on youtube watch nice. it nice uh anybody who's into good storytelling quality animation um it it really feels like the people behind it actually gave a crap about it right right you know which is uh i what i feel like is missing through a lot of stuff out now like they're just okay, so- check boxes instead of create what's all the hate for tim gunn and directing the marvel movies tim gunn does that ring a bell uh no. james gunn james gunn i'm sorry uh wait what do you mean hate is he getting hate uh i just saw it briefly and i was like what okay so does james gunn direct some of the marvel movies he movies? directed uh the guard i think the guardians of the galaxy movies well that was a good movie i can probably uh Google that. So maybe quick. it was but just there, probably... there was just a little trending thing about people saying if he directs one more uh Marvel movie, they're gonna jump off a building. I mean it was really dramatic. Oh uh, some oh somebody was saying that. Uh like is he just recently uh directed the Suicide Squad. Uh uh-huh. yeah, he, yeah, he directed uh Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh yeah, Did... he just recently directed Suicide Squad and yeah. it is uh apparently like a bomb financially like it's it's been getting great reviews but because of the like complete flaws in in the the overhype of streaming systems right like they're not like there's and with cross between the pandemic all of the movies are like just completely bombing in the theaters well right because if you think the one one movie i saw that came out the two movies I saw that came out very quickly, like within probably two days of them being released, was Hamilton and then In the Heights. Okay. And because mainly I was interested to see how they were gonna do theater. I heard I heard film. good good things about In the Heights. Like it's I thought not, it was I thought it was awesome. I thought it's it was not awesome. my type of movie, but yeah, uh like 
I you honestly, know, because I, I, I didn't I see it. I heard good yeah. things about it. So, but I do love Broadway. I love musicals, and always used to watch the Tonys. And I remember when it won, and I watched. Sometimes I would, my daughter and I would go and see shows all over the place. Um, we even had season tickets down in um, Southern California. We'd go see shows because sometimes the shows didn't come up here in the San Francisco. But you usually see a lot. That's why they do the musical numbers. And I remember seeing in the Heights musical number thinking that's really creative because it was just the first introduction to the rap and singing. So um, I saw Rent in London, England in uh, 1999. Wow. I I saw Rent in in Los Angeles in the theater. I I, want to I can't remember the name of it. And but I'd seen it and heard it so many times. No, no, no. It was a, it's a big, um, I'll think of it. It's a big thing. It's named after somebody, the theater. It's the, not, it's not like the bowl or the palladium. Yeah. Cause there's one right on Hollywood Boulevard, like kind of at Hollywood and vine, uh, that all the big plays usually go there now. I don't uh, feel like I was in Hollywood, but okay. I'll double, I'll double triple check for the next show, but they, but the theater, uh, a lot of things you couldn't see here. So you get season tickets and you get like six to eight shows for the season. And then every month just drive to LA for the weekend. <laughs> but it's awesome. But but yeah, so the, the issue though is by the time I saw Rent after it had been done a million different times, I thought it was great live. I like the movie too. Uh, I didn't watch um, the movie. Oh, I did. But that, but yeah, there's, there is an art to do because I'm always interested see how they do a live performance on um a movie or on video and i know baz lerman does them great but uh but but yeah i thought it was really beautifully done the story and um the the, in the heights and it was fun it was because my thing is does it keep my interest from the beginning to end is um you know does the story because their stories it's a musical people stop and start singing right in the middle of you know work it's not supposed to be believable in terms of real life but i, I, was, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed it i was working on a musical about assassins about there you 10 go. years ago well that's a spy in you mm-hmm. um but the i thought it would they, be funny to have like assassins breaking off into song like <laughs> like while they're in the middle of a job <laughs> like i don't know that just sounded funny to me the uh i one of the jobs i was the worst at uh was working for a theater company uh in louisville uh like they they actually get a lot of really good uh plays and musicals and stuff in louisville uh kentucky Uh and uh, i worked for the office or the box office or whatever selling ticket like season passes i was so bad at it i think i only sold one pass the whole like i worked there probably you mean like, like you were a salesperson like you yeah had, yeah like, your, call, your job was to i would cold call yeah. people and be like hey would you like <laughs> do you like plays boy do we have a deal for you um yeah i i oh geez yeah one night uh this dude that kept telling me to call back uh ended up being like a real the final time like i took him off the list uh he made a lot of very inappropriate sexual uh aggressive sexual uh advances towards me show people while uh i'm like man you could have just like said no yeah like he didn't have or to bought me a drink <laughs> he, he didn't have to uh threaten like uh yeah people are weird yeah but you know and, anyway yeah so that was the uh i have some odd and interesting memories with uh theater <laughs> show. but i will say though that so getting back to the releasing of movies it's amazing because i stopped watching tv months ago and so i'll usually uh i can watch a lot of stuff on youtube and i do have disney plus because i love all the jim henson muppet movies Okay. And I love Pixar uh, and that and Disney's got some good movies. 
but I don't even watch Netflix anymore because I have Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's almost the same. I you need know, to cancel my Netflix. Thing. Like the, uh, I've got a couple more episodes of the uh, Transformers cartoon mm-hmm. to watch, and then but I, I yeah, I think I'm gonna cancel it. I, I don't like the uh, uh yeah. I don't know. It's just I just need to save the money. Um, yeah. The only thing I really I, watch, if I do mm-hmm. watch anything, is on Hulu. Uh, I watch mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers on oh, Hulu, yeah. um, and I the only things that I would want to watch but I don't have would be on HBO Max. Yeah, um, but to think of it though, got HBO. I'm just thinking about my phone. HBO oh, Max, Disney Plus, Netflix, it's Amazon worse than Prime. When cable was was that what, right? It, so tell me, what's uh, there's on TV? also Paramount right. Plus. Right, and there's the Peacock now. Right, you can get the right. ABC shows. The Peacock. And so, uh, so all of a sudden, it's like, so you've got a movie coming out, and then what's really interesting about Netflix? Now, there is something on Netflix that I want to see because they commissioned the Henson family, Jim Henson family, to do a series of The Dark Crystal. Oh, you haven't and seen so, that? So, no, see my. The Dark Crystal movie the, uh, is one it of got my canceled. favorite movies. It got canceled I know. after one they, season. They, didn't, they, they said they didn't pick it up because it was too expensive. But Yeah, it's, but it's when, really good. That you know, That's what Alex was saying. And I, I remember seeing it at a glance going, because I'm such a snob to like Jim Henson stuff, because he just played such a pivotal role in puppeteering and art <laughs> well, and have stories. You of, have mm. you heard about uh, that Gonzo is trans now? The, you mean the puppet is trans? Yes, yes. No, I didn't know that. Yes. I but the, I thought the whole thing with Gonzo was nobody knew what he was. The uh, well, yeah, yeah, that was the whole thing with yeah. Gonzo. That was which the whole is, thing. No, nobody knew that so he had a beak yeah, and then he's furry. And he had sex with chickens because he's he's married to a chicken. So right. the uh, so in the Muppies Muppet Babies cartoon, it's been all over the news. Speaking oh, of I didn't Jim, know that. this so yeah. actually this is a good transition to a current news topic uh the in the muppet babies cartoon um the new one that is on disney plus uh gonzo they do like a cinderella like story and gonzo uh wants to dress up as a princess and miss piggy makes fun of him and then it's a whole uh, story. yeah yeah the rat turns him into a princess and then uh you know whenever the the cake comes out you know, mm-hmm. he goes back to being normal Gonzo, and he was like, "I'm," he's like, "I'm a princess too," or, or something. Right. And so on the uh, inside, right? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, that is. Pardon me, I'm gonna sneeze on camera. Excuse me, I, no, gonna... I'm sneezing. Sorry. I know. Gonna okay, give me something me. to have to edit out. I'm having bless um... you. Thank you. You can edit that out if you need to, but um, we've had tremendous fires. Uh, yeah, about, you know, I was going to say. And we have the red and brown skies. So the fires are so, up near you? They're about 50 miles um, up north. Okay. But um, I live in a valley. And so for the last week, it's been nothing but very snow. warm outside. It's just smog. Just, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's all, you know, the... it looks like cloud cover. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, the news is saying it's one of the worst ones on record. Yeah, and that's the thing of all of a sudden going, um, like clearing your throat. Well, yeah, it feels like allergies, but it's got to be just breathing and all this smoke. Yeah, it's a lot of the. It's got to be. Like when we had uh, two years ago, uh, when we had the ones like right outside LA that kind of creeped up into uh, the the valley a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. It was. Like it, like you know, it was raining ash, like so or not rain, like you know, and so my allergies were uh, yeah. were going haywire. So yeah, the uh, it's a but lot that, of the smoke in the does, air. Does give you a little size, the size and scale of California. California is such a big state. It's like eighty percent is a forest. How big forest. is it? It's it's very big, <laughs> but the fact that we love to live in the forest. And uh, but because because it seems that if you just fly into Northern California and it looks kind of flat, you see mountains and hills and and things around. 
I drove through the forest um, uh, in the one, what, yeah. driving up the one, like the PCH. Oh, it goes through the forest yeah. up there. It's super cool. I, uh, super cool. I but it's too of... moist there. There's no fires there because it's too moist. It's more inland and up north. And uh, But there's just all around Sacramento on your way to Tahoe. It just goes on for hundreds of miles of beautiful, beautiful forest. That, that But we, as humans, get closer and closer to it because it's just amazing. Uh, you know, and so I think that's the, you know, between 50 years ago and now, trees the last are cool. couple of years, trees are cool. And so normally, because those of us who spent our whole lives in California, this is fire season. Fire season is from May until October. Not surprising for uh, wild forest fires to happen. Usually it's like, oh, the Santa Ana winds. So it's up in your area in Southern California. We have them too. It's, it's usually yeah, I by keep, lightning, uh, right? <laughs> It's like, just what's happening is I'm, wait, I'm just waiting for the one down here to to eventually happen, like sometime by September. Something down here will catch on fire. Yeah, I have a friend who works in, um, like the Army Corps, and all he does is a firefighter, and he he works those six months out of the year. Just I waiting for the calls. Uh, a friend of mine uh, was in prison uh, during yeah. the fires. And he's, and- yeah. And he had, and he was one of the uh, prison firefighters uh, for the one that was out here a couple years ago. Oh. Yeah, it's it is. I think because you had your friend who, who isn't he a fire specialist or a fire yes. engineer? Well, no, on your he, show play nice. He is a uh, environmental scientist, and okay. uh, at the time the park that he works at was currently going through prescribed burning to oh, prevent it. to prevent right. fire like because fire right. season was coming up right. and so and they're out in the desert and so yeah. they're doing prescribed burning to prevent uh right. <clears throat> what's going on and, up north and so that's what's so interesting about being here in California growing up and being kind of educated on what's going on they're constantly working half the year um in, in terms of how do we make it better next year? Because it's coming. Because we live in the forest. The state is so much agriculture and so much um, uh, so much land that is just wild and, and stunningly beautiful. Um, so, and then, but there's little tiny bits and pieces that that we live in that we require things such as transmitters for electricity and and so. Um, there's some man-made fires and there's some just natural fires caused by lightning. And, and so it's really, it's just a wild. And composting, I think is another, you know, or from not brush, not being removed. And so just, yes, that's, yeah, that's the big, so so it's so amazing. It's depending what state because California, Washington, Oregon, right. All forest. So they, every state handles their uh, forestry differently and 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 well and what it is is because it's natural for a tree to die after so many you know 40 50 years and but the the trees that are dying that are just either just left hollow and dying and all that um dead brush and branches on the ground those are like tinder to a fire so that's always the argument between the environment yeah you want to keep you want to keep the ground level to where when the flames you want to keep the flames low enough to where they don't touch the branches of the trees. Right. So that way it just, because if it just burns out the, the brush and the under stuff. So if you keep the brush down, then it won't really affect the trees. Um, I saw a really good picture of this on Facebook. Um, a few, a few days ago, uh, where it showed the proper like brush amount and what happens when the brush is too high because then that means that the flames leap up to the tree branches and then it just takes everything out. Yeah. It's a, it's so interesting. And it's this, it, it, it's just like a, a constant conundrum because we want to protect our forests and and yet who's responsible. It's federal land and yeah. or state. And then we have people who want to live in that environment, which is like, what I would always call it looks like you're in Tahoe. Just up in the Oakland Hills, it looks like you're in Tahoe. It's just these beautiful redwood, beautiful. Um, it's just it's just amazing, you know. Just up in the Berkeley Hills, the Oakland Hills. So, 
there's so many places that if something went and well, that just happened. Uh, well, just not just happened uh, many years ago when they had the Oakland fires, all those beautiful uh, Oakland homes went up in smoke because those trees were catching on fires. And, and that was uh, when the fire keeps growing and growing and growing, but that it's going to hit as everything that it hits. But the, the just the, the back and forth between um, what we say we want to preserve these these lands and then how to take care of them. There's so many smart people on both sides trying to debate it. And, and yet when there's a fire, it's not great for the humans because we're breathing all that smoke. And yet there is a little part of it that's a natural progression of if we weren't here as humans, there'd be fires. There'd be fires that yep. would never go out, right? Well, that's why uh, mo most of the responsible parks try to do prescribed burning. Yeah, um, of course. I'll, yeah, I should uh, talk to, to Danny. We should have him on to... Uh, it's, it's just really interesting because you... Um, talk about that because he, right. you know, he's well-versed in all the science of it. Right. And so that... It, and then the, on both sides of it, because after uh, the town of Paradise burned down uh, with those fires and then PG&E was culpable for it because they, they tracked it down to their, they hadn't um, done proper oh, maintenance no. on their transmitter. But then the Sacramento Bee came out with a series to say over the last 12 years, we've been, we've been reporting this story that because we've left things, because we keep putting human homes and, and uh, communities deeper and deeper into these uh, lands that it's kind of, it's just like, it, it's kind of playing Russian roulette with the fires because the fire is going to go when they go. So whether it's a transmitter, because that was their whole point, it's like the transmitter, that was not good. And all that, because, and, and then just have the discussion of who's really responsible because as a, as a citizen, we think, um, who's supposed to handle that? Do we handle, because it's on our periphery. But then you think of the devastation with an entire town. And like, I just think of like, if you're here in Northern California, you could go, hundred miles up north, everything looks like you live in the forest up in the Sacramento Hills. It's just stunningly beautiful. That's one of the the uh, attributes of California. But nobody, I would never think of the fires, even though like, I guess if I lived in the middle of it. Uh, but it's like we, as we grow as a state with people, people get further and further into the splendor and the beauty of it. But but then who takes care of the, I, I'm sure fire insurance has got to be pretty high in those areas. So, but anyway, but yeah, that'd be great to talk to him about it. Just kind of just have that, that talk of just explain, cause I don't know. Cause I, cause when a, tra a tragedy happens, whether it's, um, you know, a home's burning. There's a way know. to lessen, there's a way to lessen it. Yeah. The uh, damage. And, and not have a political conversation, but really have a, it's like, what could be done and I don't think people know. I think people like, we just live on a periphery of if you're not there, it's not part of your life, but it's horrific when you, you know, when we all experience it. And yeah, say, he, he was explaining yeah. that a lot of the confusion is, is goes back to the Smokey the Bear campaign, preventing all forest fires. And yeah. so that inadvert so that in effect caused a backup of brush due to mm -hmm. lack of man hours from people being able to clean the forest floors mm -hmm. and so there's a whole whole array of cause and effect and so um like the park he's working at what they're trying to do is stay on top of the prescribed burning for proper brush removal so that way they can preserve as much of the forest and unfortunately <clears throat> not all the park services have the the man hours and the proper staffing to do that and in different parts of the country there's the weather as a factor well, of course well and that's you know, the big thing like because, so you, you know, can't right. always get out to some of these places because of of weather reasons like right. you know too cold in the winter and right and stuff like that and so well, just yeah and the I want to say, I, it's, I think it's Taniac. I think the fire way up north, right on the Oregon, I'm sorry, the California-Nevada border. Visiting my dad in Nevada, and they live about an hour, just right there in Sparks, right next to Reno, really close to the border, but the fire was all the way around there. 
same thing. So there's, there's, it is, like I said, fire season. What I don't recall is the amount of smoke. That's what I don't recall. So that's what'd be really interesting to talk to your friend about is to say, we usually hear it up in the, you know, we will hear of the fire, but now it's like these fires, are they getting closer or are they just getting bigger? Cause I know the one they're having right now, um, up, up in a way up North, they said it's one of the largest forest fires ever. Or you're just hearing so, about, or you're just hearing about the fires more now that the news, because, that right. the news cycles smaller or and, that, right. And then everybody and their brother can post it on social media and yeah. And so, so yeah, like, it'd be really interesting. Are to the talk fires to. close to this? Yeah. The, uh, who knows? Right. And then, um, so that's a kind of a current event on my side. I guess I segued that right in to from the Muppet Babies. Oh, so let me go back to Netflix. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so anyway, so I was talking to Alex and he's like, I, he's, you know, I said, wait, I didn't like this series as much. And he's like, it was really good. And then, I went, I better really watch it again with not such a snob. <laughs> it's hard because I love the story. I love the story of the Dark Crystal. It's one of my favorite stories. I love the mystics. I love the whole thing about how they're separated um, from the Skazics and then... Skeksis. Skeksis, I'm sorry. <laughs> they hardly called it, but the but they... they they're called it a lot in the show. Oh, but they're, yeah, in the movie, I just remember, I yeah, remember everything. They, just the, they go yeah. into all kinds of detail because the show happens way before the movie. Oh, oh, because they, so they set it up, the whole, this, they explain the whole splitting of the two. But I thought that well, was really cool. It's kind of like the good and no, the they'd evil. No, they'd already split. Uh, okay. It, it's, uh, yeah, watch the show, like, because it's, it's a it's it's a long time before the uh it's sort of t- the telling of the you know like the wars that they talk about right 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 that ruin it's sort of in that era but yeah so then i so i went back and started reading some of the reviews in there people are saying it was amazing because it is because when you watch the original dark crystal now it's kind of funny the, uh the you know, puppetry is really good right yeah the, i love yeah the puppetry is really good. They did a, you know, a really good so, job with that. But the whole thing is that I went like, oh, only it was Netflix commission. So I don't have Netflix anymore. So now I'm thinking, should I get Netflix? Should I spend six bucks to watch the series real quick? And then yeah, just cancel there's it. I guess I wait till, uh, wait till Cobra Kai comes out. Oh, is, are they going to have a third season? Uh, fourth. Mm. I think. I yeah. Yeah. The that. fourth. Yeah. They're. Yeah, they just dropped a uh, teaser trailer for it. So wait till oh, no So wait till Co- the the next season of Cobra Kai okay. comes out in a couple weeks and it's then you'll have bucks. Yeah, yeah, and then but, you'll have a couple things right. to watch. But that's the whole thing is that so I think oh, there's a movie and also I think too what YouTube has done what these um you know uh 30 minute and 45 minute uh series have done is it's like i'm sitting there like do i want to sit and watch a two-hour movie i i just i also just don't think the stories are very good yeah like i think but how most do you know, of the people how writing, do you know they're oh i see you don't think the stories are good before you read this before you watch it and you're just like what it's yeah and most of everything that i have seen i don't like the stories very well mm-hmm. like i just i just don't really care for the writing i think it's kind of lazy and hacky so and do you think do you think not, the movie industry is going to be now? Oh yeah, because like it's all TV? it's well no, I mean okay, what's wrong with the movie industry is it's all writing by committees now. Yeah, like it's it's writing through committees and checklists. Like there's not like no, no there's people. not yeah there's not that like passion for the project. It's all to make or money. To, like, or to so tell the story. Yeah. Yeah, so the the truly are like the true like artistic like a lot of those like passion films right, are right. are going by the wayside and it's all sort of right by committee now and So and I think that I, and I it's talk all about formulaic this, yeah. and empty and I just it just doesn't entertain me like I get more entertainment out of the behind the scenes drama than right. I do the actual films. Like I don't care about any of the films. I just like watching the freak show behind the scenes. <laughs> I like 
I like watching everybody react poorly to, you know. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah, that I, I think it's a lack of creativity um, because it, it's just not it's writing by committee and less talented people I feel are shining through and, and getting the real opportunities with the money for some reason. So I think though, what's going to be really interesting to see is the future, right? So movie industry was like kind of waning and then the independents came out and all of a sudden they went, wait, there's an audience. Cause if you spend a hundred thousand dollars to make a movie and you uh, get distribution and you make a hundred million and then that, that led to, the big investors getting into the independent movies. And now we've reached the point of, okay, that doesn't happen anymore because now all the independents are yeah. going to be shooting. I just saw a commercial um, for uh, the iPhone, making your own movie on the iPhone. And I'm telling you, there's going to be something to that where people, all of us, even me with um, our basic uh, laptops has the ability to edit <laughs> and clip and create mm -hmm. a movie of some sort. I mean, we're going to do a commercial for the show. We, you know, uh, I'm working on doing. I mean, commercials for... been a little generous. <laughs> the. Uh... Uh, well, I'm going to do a video series for my coaching business. I'm going to do a video series, and I do not think I'm going to do all of them in one take. So it's going to. Take I want to make editing. more cartoons. Well, if we're going to talk about Christmas lists, but so what I'm saying is that maybe the next creative, because there's it, it is impossible to not have creatives running in the world. Look at the two of us, nutty nutbergs. So, but in terms a of- A lot of it, I think yeah. a lot of it's going to crowdfunding and I'm trying right. to like, like, cause I'm trying to figure out how to break into a couple, couple communities, you know, right. without it being, without it seeming weird and disingenuous, you know? Right, to you have like, to, right. Hey guys, I want to raise money for my art too. Like, right. you, you know, cause there's, I don't know, kind of a delicate, way to approach the, those things you know well and for for me personally i think um i like seeing things especially in business or something creative as a puzzle and putting it together in a way that's different so it's it's just trying to innovate something based on something that's that's already been done to say hey i have a twist on this or i want to make it look different i want to make it different and so then i get passionate about where it can lead and, and so I think that's just the authenticity of whatever you want to get into, Ryan, you'll get it. Because I think, yeah, people can tell if you go, if they're like, dude, you're just here to get money. And you're like, no, 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 I want to, you know, share my art. But I, I yeah. might, my whole point to the future of Hollywood, it might be um, just a retread to play because on YouTube or, or uh, all these different streaming programs, People have their own video, their webcams. I bet there are right now, as we speak, people putting movies together who are super talented or telling stories. And um, I mean, I know, uh, I don't know them personally, but artists that I really love their music who just said, I can't break into the music industry. I'm gonna start um, burning my own CDs and, uh, and creating a YouTube channel. And the guy's got millions and millions and millions of followers. Amazing. And he's concerts all over the world. So that's just one example of some, so I think, I wonder, I don't, I, I, I don't know, but I just wonder if that's going to be where the trend goes because the money goes where the people go. And if more and more people well, follow people it, are attracted to authenticity. That's why more people are watching uh, YouTube and citizen, citizen journalist uh, type, type things. Uh, well, then they the are the corporate right. news. They're, they're, well, yeah. Like people I, are going yeah. to like stuff like uh not rise not rising so much anymore, uh their new channel, uh Breaking Points, uh mm -hmm. Crystal and Segar's new show. Um, like I don't know. Like yeah, a lot of those internet like YouTube personalities like uh Jimmy Dore, uh right. the and Young I, Turks, I don't really watch, you know, but um right. Tim Pool uh yeah, the the quartering like that show. It's a very popular, like whether you like or 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 don't right. any of those. It, or, but that's where right, people are going. Right. right, people going who just say, um, "Well, I think just like any 
big, and this is so interesting because just look at it from a business point of view, not a political, not what your own you know views are, just from a business point of view. Um, the desperation from media, from newspapers, the decline of newspapers, and then uh, the then. Uh, oh, they me- the they media. really messed up with the right. pandemic when when right. people figure when they figured out that people would rather watch like since normal people are doing the same quality as like CNN and Fox and all of them were doing with their from at home things, and they realized people would just rather watch regular people give their honest opinions and and or, give or just, like right. All, right show actual research that they did right. Um, or just like, say this is what's happening, and you know you might be seeing yeah. this, and this is what we're seeing. Not I'm going to now give you three and hours are, of my opinion. What I like is there are a lot of people that actually read and go through a lot of these court documents and things that are brought up in the news, and I have zero patience for any of that. So right. I find people that have the patience and time to read those documents and kind of summarize it, so I can be like, oh, okay, so that's what. It is, uh, you know, because uh, you can't count yeah. on the cable and mainstream news to actually report like the actual facts or what inside are inside well, any of these. And that's what's an amazing thing court for cases. right. It's an amazing thing for uh, consumers to hear and see because just like when we were kids in the old days, there was radio stations and radio stations. Most of them were independently owned. And then over the years, um, big yep. companies started buying they, them out, yeah. right? And then it was, oh, no more DJs. That was your favorite DJs that you win keychains and you listen in the morning. No more DJs. Now it was just a set of music and commercials. So then it then it started to cancel out the musicians and the managers. You know, so it was the, all the deals were done in like corporate yeah, offices. I had to do so, a right. semester of radio as a DJ. Uh, uh-huh. For part of for for college, I was actually uh, mm-hmm. had to learn the broadcast mm-hmm. system that they all use to set up. Right. Like, I didn't like it. Like, it was so weird. Like, you weren't like our, our college station adhered to all of the regular. We they were giving it us as close to a legitimate radio experience as possible, mm-hmm. and so like that that was kind of the point. It, it was sort of on the job experience, but, but as a class. And so each of us had to do a shift at the college radio station. And it, yeah, you are told exactly what to play, when to play it, like even when to do a kind of a news or weather segment, like when you're supposed to tell the time. Uh, You're only allowed the choice of like maybe one or two songs, a a whole shift Mm -hmm. of something that you want to actually play. Mm-hmm. Um, so right so what did that it, move into right so then people are like well wait we don't have our favorite dj anymore that's going to morph into serious and right and then and and that you know it took many years to do it but it but, but for the longest time it's either had classic country classic rap classic this and then but then it was that whole thing of where's the underground music yeah where's the, the right i, where, where I stopped listening right? to the radio right. Uh, in the early 2000s right. because none of, I listened to mostly underground and independent music right. and none of it was ever on the radio. The musician, right, is to get that listenership through radio stations and then to do concerts all over. But you need to have that listenership buying your records to get a venue and it's just catch 22. But once um, the, the companies that own the radio station said, we're going to make the deals with these people then it's kind of like all the new talent or it just, it, it was like this handpicked. There's just so many talented people who didn't get a shot because of the way the cookie crumbled, even in the beginning. But, but then it, now it's people are making their own music because we have to make music. And then they're, you know, and so now we have, so, so my, my point is, is that now we've gone to such an extreme where we, we are so inundated with dopamine hits of information that the only way the news media, the general news media can get our attention is by shock and awe, but which is everything's terrible. Everything's at 11. Everyone's going to die soon. And so then, but, but I just saw this, this poll, um, like a nationwide poll that say that, 
that the most Americans just don't trust the media because it's not news anymore. Because of what we used to think it was news, which I think is glorious because I think we need to see what's really happening in front of us. But then all of a sudden, and then that springs up the next group of people going, yeah. oh yeah, I don't want to hear um, or what we've learned that a lot of the journalists we thought were regular news people are actually operatives of some sort, activists of some sort. So that's so, and that's our prerogative. I don't have to watch it, but it's it's just interesting. In most of the events, if you actually look at what happens through most of the events, I mean, like, and actually take the time, like I'm saying, to go through the paperwork for the events. Right. Like, what actually happens and what's presented on mainstream news are are oftentimes uh, skewed. Well, because the right, the lead so, or the, the right, the the cover, the the title of the article has to get somebody to click it because the click is what makes money. And instead of it being a newspaper being purchased, which makes money, it's the click and how long they're on the page. And and that's the business of media right now. And it's almost that's what sometimes I look at some of the stuff and I'll go, they don't even care. They just need you to click on it. They don't care if it changes your life. It doesn't care. So because I kept thinking these are really prominent papers that have kind of stooped to a level that is pretty amazing. And then I think it's a business. It's not necessarily a moral compass. And now because of the competition, which is us, you and I are sitting here creating a space to have other people come and join us and talk. And we could have people on right for an hour a week. We're like a regular Regis and Kelly. Well, it's not just that, (laughs) but all of a sudden. Or Regis and Kathy. Right. Depending on the era. Right. With our three or four followers, we're four followers, including the two of us. Um, that's one hour of non-ad time that a large media company is not getting. Right. And then Until we of, get monetized or, on right. YouTube. Let's get those thousand Woo! subscribers so we can but, so interrupt let's, with but, ads. Right. But so, so we've talked about the current events, which I think the show's going really well tonight. How about you, Ryan? Yeah. Good. So they're super excited because we've, we're at our show 16. 15. We're at show 15, but we technically have done 17. One, didn't we? Is there only one we didn't do that we didn't yeah. show? Yeah. The, there's only one in the vault? Yeah, there's the one that, that wasn't recorded. I don't know. It, yeah, okay. So, okay, recording. I'm sorry. We're show 15, and we're now going to be working fast and furious because now Ryan has the capability because I just show up and get to talk. But Ryan is now... Um, making us able to uh, have a guest, so we are going to have our first guest. Oh, Ryan soon. finally had the had the time and patience to sit down and do some graphic design work. Is 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 really what it was like? I finally okay. had time to make the overlay. So, okay. yeah. So, but we're excited because we really that's what we want to do is not just me jibber jabber for an hour every week. We want to jibber jabber with you. Right, right. Yeah. And we want to actually increase our viewers and we want to make it a place where people can feel relaxed. Not like they're being interviewed. It's just like they're talking about things that like that are interesting. We'll bring people on that are interesting. Uh, our, of course, our number one fan, uh, Chef Jenny Fox. We want to talk to her about her uh, cooking, of course, and, and some if, of her funny stories. If you have a show. Or, or know someone that has a show that you think would be fun to have either one of us on, please uh, also reach out because we would love to start appearing on other people's uh, channels yeah, as well. Or, so so I just want to throw that out there. So if you, any of the listeners, any of the three of you, <laughs> if you guys have a show or, or know someone that has a show that would that would want either one of us on or both of us, they want if they really want to get brave, uh then then please uh let us know about that too because i think it would be super fun to uh to go on other people's shows as well as uh have them on and you know if if you know of guests that we could get or or want also uh, if sam triple e's watching ryan is yeah. willing and able to go on your show at any time yes i would love to uh i don't know what i would talk about on uh, sam triple e fan tinfoil hat. and so i just wanted to put that out there because he mentions that to me every time we talk off, off yeah. the show uh so we'll just put that out into the universe sam triple a if you're watching or listening 
Brian yeah. would be a great guest on on one of your uh, any of your uh, fourteen fifteen podcasts that you have. He's happy to do them all. Yeah, I'll, one I'll... or all fourteen. <laughs> one, one or all of them. The uh... so super excited <laughs> for the future of the Reader and Ryan show. We're we're getting ready to bring people on uh, to entertain you and to of course increase our viewership so we can get people having money. a good time. I mean, okay. I mean, not not to get money. <laughs> we have we have four followers. <laughs> we have four followers. We need nine hundred and ninety six more. I just want to be qualify. Somewhat. They would think we have to have four thousand hours of viewership. So we got a ways to go, but right. come along for the journey. Come along for the party, and we really want to talk to you because there's, and then you don't have to have a show. You just have to have something fun to talk about. Right, Ryan? Yes. But if you know Sam Tripoli, hook Ryan up. Yeah, that would be fun. How are we doing on time? We are 55 minutes. <gasps> it's time to yeah. end the show. Do you have anything yeah. you want to say before we go, Ryan? Uh, make sure to support creator-owned and uh, creator-owned and independent content. Uh, whether it's uh, musicians, comedians, artists, uh, you know, uh, I'm into you know I'm into comics and you know so like creators that do skits, movies, like support them. Um, tip your uh you know whatever whatever trinkets or things they're selling or any types of way that they can receive some financial donation uh, tip them take care of them help support uh independent creators in, in any way you can because uh the uh you know it's the only way to save art and uh we should save art <laughs> We should save art. And I'm going to segue because my passion is supporting small businesses and the independent uh, business owner. So just a reminder, if you are in your neighborhood and uh, just in the last year and a half, we have gotten out of the habit of going to our local um, merchants to support them, but they need support. They're kind of fighting back right now. So yeah. that's pretty much my passion and my mission. So not buy only local. create the arts, buy local, um, everybody wants to do it. Sometimes you just get out of that habit. So uh, remember those people uh, in your neighborhood, look them up and uh, they're there to help you. And um, that's where I'm headed, just helping small businesses try to recover and redesign and adapt from the last year and a half. So, yeah. um, so and a lot of them are, are doing online stores and stuff now. So if there's yeah. so much, look, look so them that, up, go to right. their websites and support so local see, businesses. And, so you thought we were just two uh, goofy people just sitting here talking, but we we have a mission and a purpose. And a lot of it is just creating those um, innovators, entrepreneurs, artists, and, and supporting them because they're out there trying to make a living. They don't need to make trillions of dollars, but um, but they need our support. And sometimes they just need a voice. So that's what we're, we're here to help them. And we probably should have some business owners on too in the future, Ryan. Yes. Yes, I uh, I got a couple in mind. The, I do too. I have a I had a really great um, consultation with a a naughty shop. It's called the Naughty Shop. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I have some funny stories. I should bring the owner in. I should because it's it's a it's kind of like a high end um, porn shop, but they don't say the p word. They say naughty, which is very funny. But that's a small business oh. people support. And you know what? No, um, not all joking aside, it was considered essential during the, the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> is that so funny? But that, but it's so funny because the whole idea is they call it a naughty shop instead of a under, oh, you know, over twenty one or XXX, just based on the location. <laughs> There's a whole chain of them throughout the United States. <laughs> just cracks me up. It's good, oh, strong business. Funny. Good yeah. business model. But anyway, there's just there's all kinds of um, all kinds of fun we're about to have in the future. So uh, stay tuned. Look forward to seeing you again, and I'll have Ryan send us out. Yes. So uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, run by smallbusinesspodcast.org. Uh, check out what Rita's got going on. Uh, swing by trashcanconductor.com. Uh, check out my cartoons, music, 
there's some Rita and Ryan merch there. And uh, thank you guys for uh, for coming along and enduring uh, the journey with us and uh, keeping hope alive. And I'm, I'm was trying to kill uh, 15 seconds. Oh, dear. It. There we go. Thank you. I just wanted to, to cross the uh, one hour mark. <laughs> So uh, <sighs> thanks, guys. <laughs> we, we appreciate you listening. Subscribe, hit the like button, and uh, all good. We are out. <laughs>